No one was prepared for this day. Jesus had sought to prepare people for what would come, but they couldn't conceive it. You remember from Mark's Gospel, in just two short chapters, three times Jesus tells his disciples what will happen. That he will be handed over, that he will suffer, that he will die, and on the third day be raised from the dead. And they, they can't conceive it. Peter tells him that's not how it's supposed to go. That's not how it works with the Messiah. That's that moment when Jesus tells him that he's not thinking about what God's thinking about. He's thinking about it in a human way and tells him to get behind him. You might remember even in John's Gospel, in the 13th chapter, which we read a few weeks ago, when Jesus enters into Jerusalem and the Greeks come and they want to see Jesus. And Jesus says, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to suffer. I'm going to die. And on the third day be raised again. And he says, am I supposed to pray that this doesn't happen? He said, no, my prayer is just that God will be glorified in it happening. And you might might remember that the heavens speak. God says, I have been glorified and I will be glorified again. Some people think that it's thunder. It goes on in that passage from John The people say, this isn't how it goes with the Messiah. We know that the Messiah will come, but he doesn't suffer and die. They have no place in their way of thinking for this to be the reality. They understand that God is gracious and merciful, full of loving kindness, ready to relent in punishing That's who people know God to be. So why would the Messiah suffer and die? It is because Jesus wants to show the mercy of God. Jesus' death is a reflection, a demonstration of the mercy of God. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus reminds the Pharisees at least twice of the prophet Hosea, when the prophet said that God desires mercy, not sacrifice. He says this whenever he sees the righteous proclaiming their good works, how it is that they do the will of the Father through their prayers or through their almsgiving or through their actions that they carry out, their righteous living, through their sacrifices. And Jesus reminds them that God desires mercy, not sacrifice. God desires mercy, not sacrifice. And Jesus prepares himself to demonstrate God's mercy. On the night before he was betrayed, he got ready. He focused on wanting to demonstrate God's mercy because it was going to come fast and furious. Before the sun was even up, he would be betrayed. Before the rooster crowed, he would be denied, (coughs) and by one of his closest. He would be led to a council that had already decided he was guilty. It didn't matter what he said. 
how was he going to show God's mercy in the face of them? Their decision led them to take him to Pilate. Pilate said, speak for yourself. And in essence, Jesus said, it doesn't matter. People either know me or they don't. I've come to show God's mercy. Pilate hopes that the crowd will relieve him of his responsibility. Indeed, he looks to the crowd to make the decision that is his to bear. And Jesus, as he hears the crowd cry for his crucifixion, is intentional about showing God's mercy. In the abuse that he received as he was led to carry his cross to that mountain, that hill called Golgotha, he set his mind on demonstrating God's mercy. He took all of the hate that was cast upon him, the abuse, the misunderstanding that led to violence, he took it all into himself because he wanted to show God's mercy. It takes great strength to demonstrate this. Great commitment. Some of you were here last night and you heard me read from Martin Luther King Jr.'s text called Strength to Love. He reminds us that the cycle of violence cannot be broken by violence. It can only be broken by love. In one sentence, he says it so succinctly. The chain reaction of evil must be broken or we will be plunged into annihilation. We know it even from today in the news of Kenya. More than 100 young people were killed on a college campus by a religious sect that was bent on retaliation. They said it was to retaliate because Kenya had sent military forces into Somalia. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We can't break the cycle of, silence, of violence ourselves. It's only through the mercy of God that it can be broken. And Jesus takes all of that into himself and offers mercy and offers mercy and offers mercy again so greatly that it kills him. It looks to us like a sacrifice. It can't really be ours. We didn't make it. Jesus isn't ours to sacrifice. It can't really be something that God desired because God made it clear. He desires mercy, not sacrifice. And Jesus so is so committed to this that he spends himself for it. He goes all the way. He gives it all for God because he knows that God is merciful. And he wants us to know that God is merciful. And so he hangs on that cross, taking all of the evil and hatred unto himself in order to stop the violence, to stop the hate, and to demonstrate to us that God is love, that God's mercy is there for us, that God 
spends himself for us. Amen.